and welcome to the J Train Podcast. It's J Train Jared Free coming to you live from the new quarantine cabin on Montauk, as the douchebags say, out east. That's right, baby. <laughs> I am out east uh, doing a little. You know, a little change of scenery, that's right. And um, so I'm going to be a little bit more subdued. The neighbors kind of complained yesterday. So uh, for anyone that's wondering why I'm not in my usual sweat and yelling formation. But I think we have the perfect guest because she's got energy. She's got soul. I'm a very big fan. This is, we'll get into how this kind of came together, but I... I'm very excited to have her. She is the host of the Absolutely Not podcast. That's every Wednesday. Uh, Heather McMahon, thank you for coming on. This is amazing. Hey, thanks for having me. Thrilled to be here. It's good to have you. <laughs> I, I, you know, I want to explain. Like, it's sometimes I get, sometimes most of the time it's friends of mine that come on, just friends that are in in the comedy world or whatever. Right. And then some, sometimes I get kind of like fixed up with people by the audience. Like, and you yeah. are one of those people that people have been reaching out to me for not months, years to get in. And I'm like, I, you know, and it's one of those things. And I think that I want to compliment you before we get started. You're very, I, I'll go, you know, sometimes some the audience will be like, can you get this person on? And I'll go to their account and I'll, I call it FTG mode where you're like, fuck that guy. Yeah. You're not very, <laughs> <laughs> you know, where you're like, I don't want to even talk to that person for four minutes, never mind 50. And um, right. I, I, you're, you're the most likable person. I love your stuff. You're so funny. And I'm Thank really you. happy you're here. I, listen, I'm thrilled to be here because you had, we gotten put together our uh, linked up what through like Taylor Strecker, wasn't it? Well, Taylor, Taylor gave me your number, but it was it was like more like I just your name comes up so much. And we talked for five minutes and we text a little bit before. And yeah, I can tell why. Like, I, I understand that we're going to like hit it off uh, yeah. famously and we're going to answer the emails. But I it, it is one of those things that like your name kept popping up and I and I just didn't know you. And, and it's like when you don't know someone. It's like, yeah, I'll get to them when we can work it out. I, I don't want to force on somebody. I don't want to make them come on my show if they don't want. You know what I mean? Well, no, it's crazy. I feel the same way about you. It's literally been like this revolving door of names. And it's so interesting because we tried to link up before, but then I usually when I'm on tour, it's so fucking crazy. And I think yeah, I was yeah, on the yeah. road when you texted me and then this just worked out. I mean, I only had to be like locked up in my fucking house to like <laughs> literally meet all the other comics that I've wanted to meet so you, far. You know what you also do amazingly? And I this is this is a small compliment, but mm -hmm. nobody uses the zoom on instagram story as well as you you <laughs> right. are i mean you should give lessons tutorials like right. you know zoom conferences like how to zoom for comedic timing like it's how, how did you did, did you do you know you knowingly do it right yeah no i think the zoom is so fucking funny because it just adds that extra emphasis at the end like are you fucking kidding me yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's funny. A lot of people say that they're like, "How do you hit that zoom so hard?" And I I don't know what it is. It's just in, it's in my bones. You know, I, that thumb I, starts moving I, at that perfect time. It's one of those things that I see. I want a copy, um, and then I'm. Right. It, it would be, it, but it would be like if I started calling extra version olive oil E V O O. They'd be right. like, "Okay, <laughs> okay, Rachel Ray, that's not your fucking thing." Like it would be so unoriginal, right. you know. So right. right. <laughs> uh, I mean. 
you know, at some point, like as comedians, like we all sort of end up doing like some similar bits. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, like it's yeah, just yeah, 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 yeah. it's just our brains are fucked up and work the same way. Um, but no, I, I fully give you permission to start zooming. Okay. If you want it. to, you live your truth. You know. <laughs> Thank you. I, I well, you know, I I've seen other just I. It's one thing I notice, and I laugh every time you zoom. I'm like a I'm a big fan of everything you do, but that is is just such a it's such a a natural thing it. on you. Um, what what I. Not knowing you, where did you start comedy? What did what was your? I I don't mean to do the. We're not going to do the whole like. No, I love you know, it. I mean, story, but like I I just didn't. All of a sudden, I'm like this this woman's fucking amazing. She's out there like, and I just didn't. And like I'm doing open mics in New York, so like I know who I know in my small circle. Right. And you get like the circle gets bigger. How did you start? What did, what did you do starting I started out? Started in New York, like right after college. I moved up and I was doing improv and sketch and all that at UCB mm-hmm. Upright Citizens Brigade. For those who don't know, and then I moved to LA. So I was in mm-hmm. LA, like literally working at a gym, fucking grinding, hustling, and I really came more from like the improv sketch world. I was Got kind it. of on the trajectory I wanted to do SNL, but I'd always done stand up. So then I kind of had this like aha life moment. My dad dies of cancer. All of a sudden, I'm like, fuck, I got to oh move home God. to Atlanta to like figure out shit. So I move sure. home to Atlanta and this is when Instagram stories kind of started to take off. Yeah. And um, I basically was like living at home with my mom, which is what I'm doing right now during quarantine. And I just had like, a, my comedy just became so much richer because I had a totally new perspective and point of view. I was like, fuck this. Like being yeah. in New York and LA is great. Those are my places. But when you move home with your parents, like the, the, the material became so much more relatable. And yeah. I just, it just took off like wildfire. Well, so I well, started- <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Keep going. No, I, 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 no, because- no, I just, I just started using stories to like literally to be cathartic for me. And then mm. all these bitches started tuning in. I'm like, great. If I don't have to like go, go do a shitty circuit um, yeah. in a nightclub right now. And I can just do this literally with no pants on from my bed. It was like lazy stand up. <laughs> sure. Let's be honest. Well, at the same time, you know, you become, you know, you, you're a sitcom. You're, right. you're producing your sitcom on the fly. Like, you, you know, I, 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 it's interesting, the stories element, like when I, I never thought of like, I started yelling at The Bachelor and then like, right. I was like, and I started yelling at it and I was like, oh, this fits, it, it, it fits stories so well. And just like you said, like lazy standup, if, if someone came to my show, it's not gonna be very far away from things I would yell at The Bachelor. Like they're gonna totally. get a taste for me. And, but it is funny, like I, I was watching your stories and it's like, I, I know the dog. I know the mom. I know the mom's right. friend. I know the mom can't get on the internet. Like it, it is all like so relate. It's such an interesting thing how you know this. It doesn't pop off the screen in New York and L.A. because you're doing. You're amongst all the people that are trying to do similar things. Yeah, and it's interesting. Like I I, I built this following, and I'd always done clubs and stuff before, but because I had this kind of like oh shit moment in my life where sure. I felt really like oh fuck, I got to move home to Atlanta. Like my career is going to go in the tank. But interesting enough, like Hollywood kind of moved to Atlanta um, and started yeah. shooting everything. So I was able to start, you know, getting on TV and, and doing movies here and all that. So it was a weird, like perfect storm. And so I built my audience. So then when I moved back to New York, I was able just to like, it was already built in. And That's then, great. you know, I, my agents were like, let's do a tour. And I'd been always doing stand up, And now I have like a 90 minute show that we've been taking out on the road. And it's awesome. So for me, it's weird though because I'm popping into the the comedy community because I was out of the game 
out of the game in quotes, like sure. I was just in Atlanta. So it's interesting, you know, all these, I, I've gotten to meet so many great New York comics and they're like, where have you been? I'm like, I just I took a little yeah. detour to the South. <laughs> well, That's it, you know? so you're in the South now, you're moving, yeah. we're talking about. So the quarantine, you're engaged. What, how yes. did you meet, how did you meet your fiance? That's I met the this- Italian stallion, Jeff, um, okay. actually at a gay bar in Hell's Kitchen. Very yeah. nice. Uh, (laughs) I've always noticed that the gay bars for straight men, it it highlights you in a actually like a very pleasant way. Oh, absolutely. I mean, so he has, he's come from like a real Italian family and his, there's three cousins, the Mm. oldest and the youngest are gay, the middle one straight. So Jeff was going out with his fabulous gay cousins. They're sure. like, it's his team. And Jeff looks like their bodyguard because they're both fairly petite men. And Jeff's like, you know, six to Italian. So we were going out and they're like, listen, we want you to meet this girl. We think she's great. And Jeff walked in the bar and I go, oh, shit, that's who I'm going to marry. Like, I knew immediately. You did, uh, is this, come yeah. on, is this no, the, I'm not the, kidding the, you. St- is this the, did you set this up for your maid of honor to t- tell this story? This is, no. <laughs> how I did you win. know? What, what, what hit you? Because uh, listen, this is a this is a this is nominally a comedy podcast, but also this is really an advice driven podcast. And we get a lot of emails asking, how do I meet the one? How did you know that's the one? I think that's a bigger something tickled my taint. I don't know what it was. He walked in and I was just like, oh, shit, like everything about him. I would just I said, I literally turned to my girlfriend, Christina, and I said, oh, I'm going to marry him. And she'd grown up with him. And she was like, Jeff, I'm like, yeah, just so you know, I'm going to marry him. And then we've been together 10, almost 11 years. Like, I just knew it was the weirdest thing. And and so now you guys are living with your mom in Atlanta. Yeah. So we came down here um, just to visit family. And then the quarantine hit. We were already down here. So we're like, all right, let's just hang out down here. And now, you know, we live in in New York and now we're just like, this is crazy. Like, what will New York be like after all of this? So we're actually flying up to New York on Monday to move out of our apartment. And you're going to make Atlanta's the home base. Yeah, I think, um, you know, we always wanted to come down here. We want to, you know, we're like, I want to play golf and and drink wine at 10 a.m. at a country club and have no responsibility. Because when I work, when I'm on the road, it's brutal and I'm I'm grinding. And when I I come home, I just want to be a drunk lush and wear tennis skirts and just, you know, just eat like chicken salad sandwiches all day. I I love that attitude. I mean, you know, I think there's you're not going to be alone. I think, you know, we're we're around the same age. It's going to be people are having a little bit of a moment where it's like, you know, like, cause we all became these city people. Even if you, right. just like, just like you, I travel to these places and I, there's always an area of town and I call it the millennial comforter because it's the most comfortable place for a millennial to hang out. It's like the apartments upstairs, they have the bars downstairs that are all like yeah. taco places, you know, that like, you know, little, little tapas places. They yeah. all have like chargers under the bar and you're, and you're like, oh, this is made for me. This was a Disneyland for a millennial age guy or girl. And it's like, now we're all having this moment. It's like, why do I have to be there? You know, I think a lot of us are like, I, I can do all this from a huge house anywhere. or a different anywhere or like somewhere I'm more comfortable. We're, we were all like being uncomfortable to be comfortable. It, it, it kind of weirdly. Yeah. And I listen, I love New York. New York always like I, I, I lived there for four years and I moved to L.A. Then I came back to Atlanta. Then I've been back a year. But it's just like when we looked at it, the thought of being and God bless everybody in New York, but the thought of being like trapped in my apartment in a one bedroom yeah. with my fiance, we're already going to murder each other and I can go outside yeah. and like put my feet in the pool. But the <laughs> thought of like doing this, I, it's just it's insane. And we looked at, you know, we're paying like forty two hundred dollars a month for a one bedroom in the city. It's I like what you. The fu- you, you come down to Atlanta and my friends are living 
like the fucking Real Housewives. I know. And yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. You know, just, I want to be a Real Housewife too. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I only live in cities. I'm very Delta loyal. I only live in cities that have a Delta hub. So whoa, LA, whoa, New York. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. you're, tic- you're tickling my nuts right now. Whole, uh, this is, yeah. I, I, I am a Delta, like Great. I can't, can't stop. I I legitimately last pot uh, on the last episode that we did I did an alone podcast I do my fr- my someone asked if they should put their delta uh, I'm a I'm a platinum member of yeah, course right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah I don't speak to people who aren't and yeah. <laughs> I, I I someone asked if they should put their like what what's the one below I don't even know they're they're gold they're it's silver they're silver no, no, gold, t- gold. Th- they asked if they should put their gold tag on their bag and I said no you should no 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 why would you advertise no. that level of mediocrity I completely agree I said throw it in the garbage and then pee on it in the garbage because yeah. you're settling that is the settling of and it's like I am so Atlanta Delta Hub gotta yeah. be around. That may well in another world. Hopefully, we're both like living like life will come back to somewhat of a normalcy. Right in a in a normal world, like you know, if you want to be in New York, it's a two hundred dollar flight to New York. You're jumping it's on a hour. flight. It, it's an yeah. hour. It's not. It's not the big. I you know it, it, it is a. It, I'm I, I have that thought cross my mind a lot where I'm like, you know, and and then there's like that thing like now like. You know, just like you, I was doing stand up every night for 10 years. Like, how am I, you know, to get out of that? This is kind of shaking me out of like, okay, did you need to go every night to the, right. se- you know, whatever it was to like to go do 15 minutes as, as opposed to like, can you find a different way to work? I don't know. It, it, these thoughts no, are crossing I, 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 dude, my mind. I, to- I totally hear you. And listen, I feel like I'm grateful. Now I'm really grateful because it's interesting in the comedy community. A lot of people give you shit if you like build something online. But I, I just was like, I had to use the resources that I had at the time being home in Atlanta to like reach yeah, a broader yeah. audience. And now I'm like, fuck, thank God. Thank I know. God well, I was putting on wigs doing <laughs> dumb fucking videos because. Do you know, do you know, I mean, do you know how much shit I have gotten from other comics just from the years of being of them being like oh you're doing you're, like i was staying in monday nights to yell at the bachelor like i was right. legitimately taking a <laughs> night off to watch the bachelor think and then they're going oh what a stupid thing and it's like now it's like well you know i i feel That's lucky again yeah yeah, yeah 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 i'm gonna <laughs> i feel lucky for it so listen i'm so pumped to have you here i'm, I'm happy to get to know you a little bit because yeah, this i feel great. like we're, ki- we're kindred spirits so i we really are i i want to get to loyal the, so so listen do you know I how think, much it hurt to go to book JetBlue to maybe go to Florida and how good it felt to cancel the flight? Like, like I'm, <laughs> I was on a flight on tour. It was in first class and American. And I was flying from Charlotte to Nashville. I'm from the South. Mm. I can say this. And my buddy, my tour manager, uh, Chris Kettner, he's my producer on the road. He is like American, like ride or die, elite status, the whole shit. This flight attendant, literally had no teeth, looked like she'd been tweaking on meth. And I looked at him, I go, this would never happen on Delta. And he's like, never. go fuck yourself. They're a part of the union. Nobody can tell them to brush their hair or put their teeth in. I was like, I'm just saying, <laughs> privately owned company. I'm just saying. <laughs> you don't understand. Like people are going to now, I'm going to get like all these DMs about like this oh, yeah. Delta conversation, mm-hmm. how happy they are. Because there's this like, I am, 
I I took when I made became platinum for the first time. I took a picture with the people in the sky room, yeah. and I in front of the thing, and then the guy and and like I was joking around, like I'm with a fr- you know I'm with uh, mm-hmm. you know my co-host for the po- we're touring for the podcast, and I um I <laughs> I remember we're walking towards the flight. All of a sudden, the guy from the sky room comes running towards me with a card, and then I'm like. And I'm almost embarrassed. I'm like, uh, okay, right. why? You know, what, what's going on? I open up. It's like, congratulations for being. Pla-. And I was like, oh, I, a tear <laughs> streamed down my cheek yeah. as as I continue to not make eye contact with anyone not boarding with the first section. That's yeah. I- <laughs> oh, I've gotten so out of control now with my sass. And I think when you're on the road, you're traveling so much that obviously, like two years ago, I was in this position. I was on the sure. literally the sitting next to the toilet and 36 come, ages sweating, yeah. right? We all come from somewhere. Yeah, and I yeah. was t- flying from New York to LA and I was at JFK and they were boarding my flight. And, and so I'm a Sky Club rat, just so you know. Same. I want your listeners to know, I talk about this a lot. If you want to find love, you need to go to the Sky Club. Go to the Sky Club. Okay. Friday morning around 10 a.m. is usually when people are coming and going. Mm-hmm. Hottest guys, great single ladies. Every, just like in, in whatever your your taste is, it's there. And it's you want to find with- people... To, yeah. uh, sorry to interrupt, but this is no, right. it's people with actual responsibilities, people with places to go. Yeah. Yes. And even if they're just jet setting to Miami for the weekend, they're on the move, they're going. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're in the Sky Club, they're going to first class ticket or they've got, you know, they're a world traveler. They've got status. Yeah. But Delta I was, Platinum I, American Delta Express. Platinum. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. Amen. And I was running <laughs> to my flight and I went and of course I'm like Delta One, like I'm in I'm in. I'm in the, the pod and I run to the flight and the lady's like, man, man, this isn't your flight. And I ran in front of everyone. <laughs> She's like, this is going to Seattle. You're three gates down. And I literally stopped and I go, I, 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 I'm an asshole. And everyone started laughing. And I was like, I got excited. I, that's I'm in a pod. so funny because I do the same thing. Whenever I'm Delta one, there's a little kick in my step. I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. Things mm-hmm. are, I'm laying down. I want to do the big parade to tie yeah. everybody. I want to do the Titanic boarding. Goodbye. Oh, sorry. You know, you guys yeah. have fun dancing in the hall, you know, and then <laughs> I go and then, but I, whenever I travel now with my girlfriend, Friend, she watches me and just like you now because I do it so much I feel an ownership over the airport and flying so yeah. she's like there's moments where she's like you're a monster like one, <laughs> yes. one time they called first class and I left her in the back while I got pushed up and I go yeah. well you're gonna bo-. she goes well I'm not boarding with you I go no 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 part of the deal is you board with me and she's right. like I don't want to I go I'm not waiting to board with you. <laughs> and she's like, we got in the biggest, you know, when you get in a fight with your teeth clenched where I'm yeah. like, I am not going, you're coming with me. Like I was so enraged. And, and then everyone thinks that she's being like sex trafficked. Oh, you're absolutely. Screaming at her and clenching her wrists. Yeah. yeah. Show <laughs> us, show us the spoon in your pocket, miss, please. Right. You know, <laughs> so, okay. So yeah. w- listen, I'm so pumped to have you here. Everyone, everyone, everyone needs to go follow Heather at Heather McMahon. Go, 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 go. Absolutely not is the podcast every Wednesday. Go, 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 go follow, make it a part of your podcast library. J train podcast, at gma.com j train podcast at gma.com hot neighbor more interesting than old girlfriend you ready okay 
Jared, love the podcast. Definitely gets me through my long days working from home. I have a bit of a different type of question because it doesn't really have to do directly with my relationship. My boyfriend's brother lives in the same city as us. Normally, he lives with his girlfriend of four years, but she has been out of town with family for about a month and isn't planning on coming back to the city for at least another month. The problem is my boyfriend's brother has recently made friends with his very hot neighbor. This isn't a red flag in itself, but they have been spending time together every day for two weeks. Every time we call to say hi, he is always with her. They have dinner together every night and seem to be spending all their free time together. He even allowed her to ride his girlfriend's bike and brought her to to our backyard to meet us for social distancing hang. Oy. He told us... At- Ah, something's going on. He told us yeah. after the first time that they hung out that she gave him butterflies but planned to ignore it because of his girlfriend. Before the quarantine, he and his girlfriend were in a rocky place and it seemed like they might break up. She is a very jealous person and there's no way that she knows that her boyfriend is spending all this time with another girl. My question is, how do I, How do my boyfriend and I address this, if at all? Personally, we think he should break up with his girlfriend as they don't get along at all, but he is reluctant to do so because he seems to be scared that he will regret it. We can't decide if he has already hooked up with the hot neighbor and he is never alone so that, so that we can't ask. Do we just let it go and let him make his own messy choices as far as cheating might be concerned, or do we say something? Thanks. What do you think, Heather? Okay, this is very important. Uh, yeah. Great. Great email. One, he's for sure hooking up with her. And if he used the word butterflies, like you're a straight dude. I'm sorry. If Jeff said he had butterflies, like that's love, right? That's not just like my my dick's getting a little hard like that. To me, butterflies. He doesn't like this girlfriend. Fucking break up with her. Come on. Life is short. We're in a global pandemic. It could end tomorrow. I know. I'm sorry. I, get get rid it, of the girlfriend. I it, it is one of those things, you know, you know when people talk about like code switching? Yeah. Like I it, like men do that thing like him saying to his boyfriend's girlfriend butterflies to me is like that's him switching to like female language, you oh, know, okay. where he's like, he, no, but I agree with you. It's like kind of like, you know, as far as I think he's trying to show her that like he's trying to basically ward her off of thinking that he's an evil person. So if he calls it, if he says, I just want to fuck my neighbor, he's a disgusting animal. But if he says it's butterflies, now she can give that speech at, as the maid of honor at his wedding one day. You know, like, you know, it's one of those things. I hear you. That I hear you. I, okay. And, but I agree with you. They've definitely already hooked up or, you know, they're already emotionally cheating. Like if you, if you want to go down that yeah. rabbit hole. Um, do you think, do you have siblings? Do you, do you have any siblings? I, do. I have an older sister. And the biggest red flag to me is when the girl said that the other girlfriend is jealous, is mm. super jealous. Okay, first of all, if you're in a relationship and you're jealous at all, like mm. women slide into Jeff's DMs in a creepy way. And all I do is screenshot their names and then I put them in a burn book. So when I meet them on the road, I can murder them, right? Like I'm like, get out of the VIP line. I hate you. I see what you said. I love the fact that you're like, okay, I got to remember my act, and I have to remember these three women who live in Des Moines. Like, yeah, Chelsea from uh, Raleigh Durham. I just want you to know, I have you in a photo frame. I. But, what are you? How are you getting ready tonight? Well, I got to remember three Instagram handles, and if they yep. tag me, I know that they've messaged my uh, my fiance in a weird way that makes me. That's so funny. 100%. But yeah. like, other than that, I am not, I'm the least jealous person. I'm like, if you're jealous at all, in a sense, then I don't think you trust a relationship. 
Sure. And also the relationship isn't fulfilling you. Like, right. you know, like I, I if you feel full, totally full from the relationship. I remember my dad. Um, my dad used to tell me this story when him, my him and my mom were and, and listen, I'm, I'm referencing my mom and dad because I they've been married however many years. Right. You know, and, and they're still married, but like they don't, they have their own problems, but they're not like. What do you is is he thinking about me? Like I don't think they're doing that. Like I remember my dad would tell me this story about he was walking home with my mom after eating dinner and they had leftovers with them and this homeless guy was like, "Can I have that leftovers?" and my dad looked at him and goes, "You could take my wife before the leftovers." <laughs> and it's like that's the type like like there's yeah. moments with like where Jess will like and I will kind of have these like flirty conversations after a few with drinks with yeah, with homeless people, we're like <laughs> licking their face and you know hugging them and being yeah. like, "Come home with us." It's how we right. find our threesomes. I um, but I, but well, where, where I'm like, yeah, you should go with that dude. You know, like I, 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 I I'm so like, if you don't want to be at this party, then that's okay. I'm gonna keep the music playing. So like, I, I think it's a, adult it's a healthy adult relationship. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, listen, I legit, I'm jeff and i we've been together 10 years but truly we were long distance for like eight out of ten mm-hmm. and i never worried about him stepping outside of the line like so, i never worried because i'm like i just if he don't want to be with me he'll fucking tell me i'm fucking over you, it you know but would you say something if your sister was you know if you were had a hunch that your sister's sleeping around on her fe- husband whatever it may be would you would you try to intervene uh, yeah, well, but my loyalty lies with her, right? Of course, of course. Yeah. No, I would probably say, girl, what the fuck are you doing? You want to get rid of more? You like well, this guy, Jeremy? Let's, sure. let's figure it out. <laughs> well, I, I think the important thing with this, my advice, like with, I have a younger brother. I don't go to him. I don't go to him to tell him how I truly feel about anyone he dates. Like, I, I mean, I, 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 oh, like, I do. Do you? Fuck yeah. My sister's dated some guys before that have been like, ugh, he's the fucking worst. Here's the thing, though. I've realized women, the communication, like, we just say it like it is. Men mm. are more like, no, like, Tiffany's cool, but I'm like, you know, whatever. It's your life, bro. Like, (laughs) fuck no. If Tiffany's a whore, she's a whore. Just say it. (laughs) Well, I, I, there's like... I guess I would hope that if my brother was, like, getting very serious with someone I wasn't really that I didn't enjoy. I don't know. You know, like if I would really be, I would be personally, I'd be so careful about how I say that because here's the scenario that like scares the shit out of me. You go, Hey, I don't think she's the one for you. Your brother goes, thanks for your input. And then marries that woman. And then it's like, now you're in a family together. Like now, like that's never forgotten. Like in my mind, like, so like, I, I I hear you. So like I think for this this woman who's she's writing in about her it's her um it's her, her boyfriend's, boyfriend's brother. brother. I think you have to like have your boyfriend go to his brother and be like talk to me about what's going on. And I I think it's like an open conversation where you're like talk to me. You know, you were rocky with the other girl and and I think the 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 thing with like with the cheating guy who's over his now girlfriend it becomes right. like a big it becomes a bigger mess than it really is the the first goal is get yourself out of a bad relationship that you're not happy in right and and i think like to say to, if you go to your this guy and you're like hey i know you're fucking uh get rid of that now you can keep fucking that it's like i i think that's like a lot to handle like i think it'd be better like if 
you know, I, see, I, I hear what you're saying, but I think you got to rip the bandaid. I think this girl needs to go to the guy, pull him aside, and listen, what's this girl's name? You know, Melissa. Yeah. Melissa's hot. You're miserable with the other bitch. I think she needs to be the voice of reason. I think you're giving mm. this guy way too much credit. Listen, we're in a global pandemic. I think this is the time to cut the this fat is- when you need to cut the fat. If you're in a miserable <laughs> relationship. Yeah. Let's be done with it. Yeah. Now, I, now he is in New York, or I don't know actually where this. We don't know lives, the city. Yeah. We don't know the city, but I would imagine you know if they live in an apartment. I mean, this would be a perfect time. He could move out of the apartment. She's not coming sure. back for a month. No, cut. No, fuck this. Be I, honest. I'm so I, sick I, of the bullshit. I I agree with I agree with you. He definitely needs to break up with his girlfriend. I I it's hotier nudge him in the right direction, but you know maybe a, a push is better than a nudge right now. Where it's like, hey. Dude, what you what you're doing is wrong to two people. Let's right. let's 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 unbutton the first button. The the first button is to call your girlfriend and be like, "I'm moving out. We have things to talk about. When you're back, you figure out the most classy way to get out of this relationship right. first. And then that I think that's the push. And then the nudges and this girl, like then you become yeah. like the Jewish aunt. Like, right. and there's a girl and she's pretty cute. But like the first thing is like push him off the cliff of this relationship. Right. We are sponsored people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Fab Fit Fun. I love Fab Fit Fun. Uh, I get it, you know, I get the box from them and it comes with so many different things. The one, the summer box came with Tom's sunglasses, which Jess loves, absolutely loves them. And you know what the beauty of the FabFitFun box is, is that you're going to get a bunch of different stuffs and you're going to love something in it. You're going to love something and it's going to become part of your life in a way that maybe, you know, when you're out at the store, you wouldn't have bought these things because you're getting a lot of goodies in one box for the price of $49.99 and the box is worth over $200. So it's also it, this is a great gift to yourself. I encourage you to give yourself the gift of FabFitFun because you're going to go through the box and you're going to dig through it and something is going to be a treat for you, which is really unbelievable. It's also a great gift for anyone in your life because you don't know what to get people. Who knows? Now you get to diversify your gift giving. Now you get to say, "Well, there's a lot of stuff in here. You you choose what you love." I don't have to throw a bullseye. I can spray a bunch of darts at the board, and one of them's going to hit. FabFitFun is a gift, especially is a fun gift, especially now. It's like having the world delivered to you. Get eight to ten full size items. Eight to ten skincare, beauty, home decor, accessories. Again, the Tom's glasses are now a daily essential for my girlfriend. So. I know you miss shopping, and I know you miss the little things like being able to get your nails done or discover a new product you love. That's why FabFitFun is so great. I learn about new products through them. So, again, something in the box is going to become a part of your daily routine that you never would have treated yourself with. So, it's time to cut. You could also customize your box. You can go online and, and pick all the things that you want to come in your box. So, it's it's really you can get the best of both worlds. You can be like, hey, you guys shower me in gifts or I'll get all the things that I think I want and put it all together myself. So it's time to customize your box for the summer season. Sign up today to get your first box. Join a community of over one million obsessed women. Use coupon code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN for $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. Once again, the, uh, once again, that's code JTRAIN for $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com.
jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with Heather McMahon Heather McMahon at Heather McMahon M-C-M-A-H-A-N absolutely not that's the podcast every Wednesday ooh meeting up with the X here we go okay Feather, I love feather. giving love advice. I, 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 you're doing a great job. Feather, <laughs> feather. So thankfully, so thankful for your daily content the past few months. Can't wait to see you live at a show again. I went out with an, I went out with an ex situationship. So situationship is kind of like a new word that's been created in these times where it's like we're hooking up. We're we're more together than fucking less together than together. I guess that would be right. So I, 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 I went out with an ex situationship last night and have been reply, re- replaying the events in my mind nonstop and need a male's opinion on it. A little background. I dated a guy that I'd known for 15 years for about six months pre-quarantine. We talked every day, went out one to two times per month, got nice dinners, watched shows together, hooked up, etc. We never had any deep emotional bond or important conversations. Everything has always been low-key, fun, and unattached. We were both cool with that. Okay, fast forward to quarantine. I ended things because the situation had drawn on for a little too long, and I knew we wouldn't last through months of not being able to see each other. The only thing we had going for us was a physical chemistry, and that didn't seem enough to last through the coronavirus and beyond. He seemed shocked that I ended things, but I accepted it. Then about a week ago, as if he sensed I was in a vulnerable state for a few for a few awful first dates with guys I'd talked to during quarantine, he responded to my Insta story. I'd assume he wouldn't want to see me after how things had ended, so this surprised me. We agreed to grab get a drink to catch up. He went so far as to preface this drink with a note that said that he wasn't in a place to date. So before the drink, there was a note that said he wasn't in a place to date. A little presumptuous, right? Yeah, I, 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 it's presumptuous, but I get it. It's, it's ego driven. Um, I agreed that I wasn't either as I have plans to move cities next year. Drinks went well. We talked about going back to my place to make dessert. Literally, he started kissing me when he got to my place and then launched into a speech about he, how he better leave because he promised himself he wouldn't hook up with me. He said, Jesus things, Christ, this is gone with the wind. He do you said know, things. <laughs> do they know that you don't have a psych degree? I mean, I'm here for the, the answers, but this woman wants you to like psychoanalyze everything. I, I can't. Heather, you're new here, but I, this is oh. kind of, the, the level of detail is, is, is for real. He said things like he'd gotten in his head about it and thought it would be the right thing to do to not hook up, and he even told all his roommates he wouldn't. I obviously didn't pressure him. He walked and walked him out. He said that he'd love to hang out again, to the, which I said that I'm never going to initiate anything if he's not comfortable and the ball is in his court. Can you help me understand his point of view? Do you think he was trying to be a nice guy? We were never much of, more than fuck buddies, so why get in his head about it now? Do you think he can't do the casual thing or assume I can't? The meetup ended uh, feeling like a rejection and I'm confused. What do you think? This is an interesting email. I have no fucking idea what to think. Okay, first of all, uh, okay, 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 okay. Can you bullet point this for me? Because so, I'm... I, so I, the, I, bullet, the bullet point is, and listen... This is definitely the women write in the women emails are better than the men. The men ones are always like, so we met and should we fuck? You know, like, and it's (laughs) over. (laughs) So I would rather have more information because there's always answers in the emails that they give to me because that I kind of pick out from things that they said. So I kind of know what's going on here. But basically, she's saying it's interesting, though, like women, women love announcing love keeping track of time 
And it like yes. when she says I date a guy that I'd known 15 years for six months pre quarantine, you date you fuck for six months. You know, right. like like you know, like that's how a guy would a guy would be like, yeah, I've been fucking this girl for six months. Well, did you know her before? Yeah, we knew each other from elementary school. It wouldn't yeah, be yeah, yeah. F- the fifteen year saga of how we used to know each other and then how mothers met. And it's like I get there's an in between to the two. Um, so they've they've been hooking up for six months before quarantine. She ends it because this is purely physical to her, but she ends it because she's like, I don't see this going really more how could whatever we're doing get through quarantine and he was backsided because and and i think the reason he was he was blindsided by that is because men just love vague men love having the spice cabinet full of half half empty spices we want to be able to say you know i could use cumin one night i get a (laughs) blowjob from from rosemary the next night you know like that that's kind of so for him he's like why would we stop production at the blowjob factory there's kind of like that that you know so i understand his shock she's wondering why he would get to like the the edge of the pool and not jump into a hookup to then end it with her which is a fucking annoying i I have no fucking idea what to tell this kind woman. Yes. Okay. I'm, you've explained this now what? seven times and I still don't know what to tell her. And I am a, I am a literally a well of just knowledge and love advice. And I feel like it, listen, you've known him sure. 15 years. She had been fucking for six months back and forth. He comes over for the dessert, but he didn't get the dessert. No, on to the next yeah. one. I yeah. firmly believe though. Okay. I firmly believe that the man has to like the woman more than she likes him. Plain okay. and simple. Or okay. it's not going to work out. It will not last. Talk, talk about that for a second. Why do you believe that? Because men, by nature, are just, they're going to look around. You know what I mean? Men are like that. I mean, I love Jen, but he really loves me. Like, wants to skin me and wear me as a coat. <laughs> That's the level you need. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, why yeah. a lot of women date down a little bit. Like, you know, you always sure. feel like a really hot girl with an okay guy because he fucking loves her. If you're dating this guy that's wish-washy, it's not going to fucking last. So when you were like out there dating, how would you Mm -hmm. meet guys? Were you ever in situations where you're like, you're just kind of hooking up and you're like, and the guy, like I I can answer her question right now. Her question can be answered by, he likes you enough, but not enough to date you. So so he wants to fuck you, but he doesn't want to date you. He knows that if you guys have sex, he's going to get blamed for trying to make the and she might. And and here's the the ego of a man tells him that every woman's going to become obsessed with him if they have sex. She might not feel that way. She sounds like she's pretty rational about it. She's like, I was there to have sex in his mind. It's not just sex. It's signing up for another breakup with someone that you guys have a lot of mutual friends over 15 years. So you have a, so he's going to look like a bad guy to not just you, but a lot of people. So that you, so I, I understand why he did the things he did. Were you ever in these situations where you're like, where a guy would just like, yeah, I did this guy in college. Well, I dated this guy in college who I found was cheating on me with like literally a girl with like one good eye. You know what I mean? She didn't have <laughs> yeah. two good eyes. And I remember in that moment I was like, oh, he just, it's not even, it has nothing to do with me at that no. point. And I confronted him and then I ended up going and hooking up with him again. And I realized looking back, I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? I don't know if it was a self-esteem issue at the time or what, but we sure. all make these, as women, we all kind of like, you know, you're all searching for something. And I knew I wasn't going to marry this guy. I knew there wasn't any long-term about it, but it was almost more like the chase. It was like, I know he's, 
you know, he's not a hundred percent into it. He doesn't have mm-hmm. his both feet in the water. So I'm just, it's, it's more like a game at this point. When I look back and I see him now on Instagram, I'm like, thank God I dodged that because he real let himself go. But um, <laughs> yeah, I just think she needs to move on. My, my advice yeah. is he's, he's pussing out of this. He's being a baby back bitch and he doesn't want the commitment and she deserves better. So, yeah, you know, even I, if she wanted the hookup, it's still more important to her than she's letting on. He's doing, you know, I think the more confusing part to her is probably that he like came all the way over. He went for drinks and it's like, no, he does what a lot of people do from their couch when, you know, like when you cancel on someone and you're like, man, it seemed like a good idea to go to get, you know, get, get ketchup drinks, you know, three weeks ago. And then you get closer and closer to that and you, and you text them, you go, I don't know, things might come up. Um, Maybe I might not do it. He did all that in front of you. So I, I, I think you know, he physically showed you as far as he'll go, um, as far as effort is concerned. So I agree. You got to run from the hills to this guy. J Train. Yeah, I think she. I think she deserves better, and I think that um, she. You know, yeah. Don't put up with a guy who's going to half-ass it. J Train Podcast. Love Sorry. it. J Train Podcast at gmail dot com. J Train Podcast at gmail dot com. Here with Heather McMahon at Heather McMahon. Go go go. Absolutely not. That's the podcast. Go, 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 go right now. Okay, so let's do is let's do si, uh, advice on a coworker blaming the pandemic for bailing on a date. Okay. Okay. Uh, feather, feather. I have a scenario. I would appreciate your input on. I matched with a guy on Hinge, and later in the conversation, found out we work at the same hospital. I ended up deleting the app because it started to make me feel bad about myself. Guys taking twelve plus hours to respond, but I found him on Facebook and gave him my number. I had to do some investigating to find his last name because it was not on the app, which I f- think he found creepy. Well. <laughs> Okay, you've gone above and beyond. You found him on Facebook, then you found his last name. There's there's been more searching than normal here. Uh, We 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 well we texted casually for about a day, and he asked me to get coffee the day of, and I asked if he was free the following day. We agreed on a time, and then that night, that same night, he postponed because he said his mom asked him to help him around the house, uh, help her around the house. He offered to go for a walk in the evening instead. I agreed, but hadn't heard from him in twelve plus hours, so I texted him if we were still on. He responded yes, but. But then a few hours later, canceled due to not feeling well and did not uh, uh, offer another alternative plans. What gives? Do you think he was actually sick or was he just flaky and not committal the entire time? Why not just be upfront and tell me the truth then? We both mentioned that we are interested in something more serious in the beginning. He has not replied since he bailed on me and went into work the next day. Please help. Uh, what do we think? So... I- I mean, I feel like I'm really not trying to be a negative Nancy coming on this podcast because I I, love giving advice, but I think she's got to let this one go. I'm with you. But I think sometimes people write in about someone else. Like this is a scenario where she's writing in about someone else, but like she needs advice on how to use the dating apps. She said that the dating apps made her feel badly. Listen, she's not alone. She's not wrong. No one can tell you how to feel. But the reality is she is taking the people that she meets on dating apps more seriously than maybe they should be taken. You know, I agree like, with that, yeah. You know, like when you say like they haven't gotten in touch with me for two, I, no one can tell you how to feel. I feel bad, you know, via other people all the fucking time. 
people that don't mean to make me feel bad. It, it's a totally normal thing. But when you tell me right. that, you know, guys are taking 12 plus hours to respond and that made me feel bad. So I got off the app. Then you went and approached a guy that you met on the app on Facebook. You told him you knew his last name. You did some investigating. You gave him your number. You took so many steps where to me, I've had people reach out to me when I was single and I was like, very agreeable. Like, right. like, like agreeable to the point where like, okay, let me be agreeable until I have to say no. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, like I think we do that with like, I do that with business too. Like if someone's like, hey, do you want to do my thing? I go, yeah, 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 sounds good. Well, what is it? It's it, So I'll be like, yeah, it sounds good. What is it? And <laughs> I, I totally hear you on that. Yeah, you don't do say you know no I mean? until you're literally backed into a corner and you're like, oh, fuck. I mean, listen, I, I never really had the pleasure of doing the dating apps because I've been with Jeff mm -hmm. for such a long time. I mean, I did like a match.com for like a hot situation when I moved to New York just to like almost meet people because that's what I thought you did. This way before yeah. the Bumbles and Hinge <laughs> and all that shit. But that's now- the, like, That's the that's like the, the most uh, Southern move to New York move. I- Hi, I'm yeah. I'm here. This is Match.com's for meeting, right? You yeah, know, like I was like, I'm gonna find myself like I don't know. I thought I'd find like a city oil tycoon. My, well, my mom did sure. actually say was she's like Heather, put on. And my mom's from Boston. She's like scrappy, but she was like Heather, you need to go down to Wall Street. You need to look really hot and just have a map and just like stand outside <laughs> around lunch in front of like Delmonico's. So be like, yeah, I'm lost. Anybody know where you know I can find Bloomingdale's? She's like, and you will get married immediately. Um, but I wouldn't even know how to navigate the you know that that whole the, the dating thing because if you can see you know i get butthurt when i see a timestamp that somebody's seen my dm and hasn't responded i couldn't imagine if it was like a love dm right if you're you're like yeah. they haven't responded or they haven't sent me back a message in 12 hours that whole timeline would just fuck me up it would fuck me up yeah it, it, and it, you know what it's like it's you we it's tough to not take it more seriously than it is but like right what you're saying is like that it, it, you can't take these things personally. So like when someone's like, when someone you've never met cancels, you should feel lucky for the cancellation. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. you, you, like, okay, good. This wasn't about me. This was just about them. I have, and it's not like you really spent, and I know it feels like you're spending a lot of time with these people because you're like hovered over your phone. Right. But we're not spending that much time on the people. You didn't spend any money. You spend, you know, let's let's look at the glass half full for a second. Like you you didn't leave the house. You got to take a shit while you dated. Good for you. Like what, Good for you. Who, who the fuck cares? We are sponsored people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Listen. You're going on your computer and you're looking at websites that you can't even believe you're looking at yourself. You go down uh, one of those rabbit holes and you're like, oh, let me let me look at this and let me look at that. If, if anyone saw my Google search history after an episode of The Bachelor, because on, during The Bachelor, I'll post all these pictures to make fun of things on the screen. So I'm Googling the most direct language I can. And it's and it's you know, you feel like a monster. You know, one of them was a guy, it was a, I remember I posted a picture of a guy in like leather straps and I was like, man, look, if anyone saw this, they'd be like, what are you, what are you looking for on Monday night? So I know most of you are probably thinking, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history. Your internet service provi provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. 
That's why, even when I'm at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. It doesn't matter if you get your internet from Spectrum, Verizon, or whatever you've got. ISPs in the U.S. can legally sell your information to ad companies. ExpressVPN is an app that recruits, that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, phones, computers, even your smart TV. So here, there's no excuse for not using it. Protect your online activity today with the number one rated VPN by CNET and Wired. Visit my special link right now, expressvpn.com slash JTrain. You can get an extra three months. That's three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show, watch what you want, and protect yourself. No! <coughs> oh. Look at it. ExpressVPN is, is in my bones. It chilled me so hard I sneezed. <laughs> so... <laughs> Get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show, watch what you want, and protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash JTrain. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. I, 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 okay, so let's do here with Heather McMahon at Heather McMahon. This one seems. I'm sorry to give you such downer ones. I'm looking for some like positive and spicy ones, but like, can we know, just get I, one that says like, I got my HPV test and it came back <laughs> negative. Like, I just need some. We're in a fucking pandemic. What are you trying to do to me? Well, do you want to hear like a like a really? This is what sounds sad too. Like, I'm like diving into the the inbox and it's like making a move after a broken engagement. Oh, Jesus. Okay, let's uh, do it. Are you ready? Yeah. Feather, feather, I've rated, reviewed, subscribed, seen your stand-up live pod. Thanks for all your quarantine content. On to my question, what is the etiquette around making a move on someone after a broken engagement? Okay, good. This person, the engagement wasn't broken on them. Okay, context. Guy I used to hook up with on and off in my late 20s, early 30s, recently broke off his engagement three months ago. I love it. You're right about the women and the, the timeline. Every, I've known him for years. Dear old friend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I get everything. And I understand because I'll I'll like like I'll have some guests where I'll read the email and I'll look back at them. I'll be like, what do you think? And they're like, they're like, who am I? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm am, I, <laughs> am I cheating? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, guy I used to go up with on and off my late 20s, early 30s, recently broke off his engagement three months ago. I was the last person he was with before his fiance, and I was bummed when they got together because I was hoping to explore our connection further. When I first met him, I was completely hung up on another guy, not open to anything real with anyone else. But the last few times we got together, I was open to something more, though I never expressed that to him. Then he met uh, the girl who became his fiance. They were together a few years. I moved on, cut to a few weeks ago when a friend sees him on a dating app. I ask a multiple I ask multiple uh, I ask a mutual friend of the guy and I and uh, he tells me that they split just a few weeks before their wedding I know some of the details of why it ended and it's pretty shitty um, she looks terrible and he looks like the victim okay. Um, okay I know he's I know he's hurting and in a vulnerable place which where's uh, which is why where my question comes in how soon is too soon because swoop he's in, on the baby. App, swoop in right just he's on the dating app He's Let's on go. a dating app. Let's go. Yeah, Let's yeah this go. you don't have think, any you don't have any loyalty to that girl. Swoop in. This is the universe saying, Hello, 
it, it, yeah. it, you guys are coming together. You've only known him how long? Forty years prior to this. Yeah. Like no, swoop <laughs> in, baby. This is it. I, yeah, love, she, I right. love that she's being sensitive, and I think that's yeah, a cruel code. But if he's putting himself out there, even if he's not ready to necessarily like dive into I, I, this, is going to be the love of my life. I think go for it. This may be the sure. moment you need. See today. I think, she, I think she's also thinking of this from the perspective, like this is normally the guy moving in on a woman who's vulnerable. This, this is kind of a flip on like a, right. like on a, on a tale as old as time. Right. You know, so the flip is that it's the guy who's the kind of the quote unquote victim of the breakup. She's like, well, I don't want to move in too soon because then I look like I'm taking advantage of someone who's who's down in the dumps. And it's like, well, in the male scenario, like I, I don't mean to be like, you know, gender specific on this one. But like I'm speaking from like my personal thing. If I moved in on a girl who just broke up out of her engagement and we fucked, and then I was like, well, I kind of just want to be casual. I would look like the biggest monster in the world. Like, for most women, it, it, they're not just swooping in to get a quick fuck, and it doesn't sound like she is either. So, like, that kind of changes things. Like, your, your, your move-in isn't like a slide dog move-in. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, I totally hear you. I think she should just explore it, reach out to yeah. him. The worst he's going to say is, hey, oh my God, so great to connect. They meet up for a drink, whatever. And and she plays dumb in this situation. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think, yeah. yeah, you know, listen, be sensitive, be a good human being and don't go in there, you know. She, so she said, lastly, any suggestions for going about it? We are connected on social, occasionally like pics or reply to stories, have each gotten, have, have each other's numbers and run loosely in a friend group together. What would be the best way to connect while being sensitive to the situation but reminding them that I'm here and I'm hard or the female equivalent? So I, I love Ooh, that. Oh, yeah. I think she should just reach out and be like, hey, like, want to check in on you during the quarantine. Blame the quarantine. Blame the pandemic. Okay, great move. Hey, listen, re reaching out to all my old buds, like, wanted to check in on you during pandemic. How are things? I know you've had a lot of life changes recently. Like, she can just say it like that, right? Yeah. Um, I, literally, A to B, how you doing? What's up? And then open the conversation. And, she didn't have to say, like, like here's a picture of my vagina. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> heard there's an opening. Right. <laughs> you know, like, right. heard there's an opening on Dick Lane. I'm yeah. coming in. Like, you don't have to be that person. Yeah, I, right. I, I, I completely agree. I'll give a second, like, a secondary version. I think that is the way you act blissfully naive, blissfully stupid. You're like, hey, how you been? Thought of you, saw something the other day that made me think of you, blah, blah, blah. How's right. everything going? Uh, whatever, let him bring it up. Let him tell you the story. Ooh, boo-hoo, let's get a drink. Or yeah. he, the next Instagram story he puts up, I think Instagram is the best dating app. Next okay. Instagram story he puts up, you like this is like when women laugh at a guy who isn't funny, you know, like, you know, laugh at his Instagram story or respond to it. That is basically like it, like if a cute girl that I used to fuck responded to my Instagram story after I was done with, you know, with my engagement, I would go. Oh, okay. Here's a, yeah. Here, here, <laughs> Here's an opening. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. From from God's ear, from God's mouth to my dick. Like it would right. literally be like that type of thing. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do one more, Heather. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Awesome. You've been fantastic. Everyone, everyone, everyone. Go follow Heather McMahon at Heather McMahon. Absolutely not. That's the podcast. She just moved her tour to 2021. Yeah. So get involved. HeatherOnTour.com. HeatherOnTour.com. I'm going to give you the um, the titles. You can choose. I'll give yeah. uh, you know guest choice. 
wedding party drama. That already sounds like I, mean, I, I don't want to. I don't want to push you in a party drama. No, let's pick it. I want it. Do you? Okay, because I these are my favorite types, and I just feel like you're gonna. How's your wedding party coming together? Are you? Well, our wedding was supposed to be in Italy at this September. Obviously, mm. due to circumstances, we're pushing sure. it next year. But it's been interesting. I mean, we have other friends who are getting married this year. It's supposed to be getting married like in August in New Jersey, and their wedding's still on. And it's kind of like yeah. it, it's almost like all of our friends. It's like, are you going to John's wedding? Well, I'm going to Emily's wedding. Like sure. it's just a weird thing where everyone's trying to be really respectful, well, I, but I, we're also I've like. Ca- Push it. I've cut, Push it the next I think, year. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't understand why people aren't pushing it because it's like, this is just a party. This is all symbolic. Like, are you afraid? Yeah. Like, when people don't push it, I think worse of their relationship than when they do push it. Like, right. when they don't push it, I go, well, what are you in a rush for? What do you, yeah. what do you, what's wrong? Or what are you afraid of happening? And then when people don't push it also, I go, at least give everyone the out. Look at everyone yeah. and go, Listen, I get it. No one will care if you don't come. I'm right. doing this for me. You know, you have to own that you're doing this for selfish reasons. And if someone doesn't come, they're still a friend. That's all people want to hear, yeah. right? Yeah. And listen, we are going to Italy specifically for the fact that, I mean, just Italian, I'm Italian, but we wanted to do something that was like an adventure for people. And we mm. said, listen, we're taking the pressure off of you. We're going to Europe. If you want to come, you're invited. We're going to plan a whole week of shit. Yeah. If, if it's too much, guess what? This is your out. If I got Get married in Atlanta out. or New York, everyone would feel pressure to come. You know, mm-hmm. we're doing it in the States. And I was like, I want to cut the fat. I want just the people who want to like travel with us, you know, through Italy. Like, sure. we just want to have a trip and an experience with our friends. It wasn't about like the fucking doilies and the bullshit. It was yeah. literally like, y'all want to go on a trip is essentially what we said. And then so we're like, like, if you can't, if you can't come, you can't come. Like no fucking, that, no big deal. That, the, the destination wedding serves as a excuse for anyone that, you know, Okay, fine. We yeah. get why you wouldn't come. Hey, J Train, yeah. I threw a question mark in the subject line, hoping you'd read it with an upward inflection. Hope all is well in the quarantine cabin. Anyways, I'll keep this short and sweet. I am a I am the maid of honor in my best friend's wedding come fall. They're keeping it super small, just the wedding party and moms and dads. I've known the bride for 16 plus years. Myself and her two good friends and coworkers are, are her wedding party. Here's the potential drama. One of the bridesmaids followed me on IG within the past few days. We don't know each other well, but the interactions we've had... Uh, we've had have been great planning she asked me advice on a wedding gift but that was months ago all of a sudden unfollow for context Ooh. i, I yeah, this is this is deep <laughs> for, for context i am active on ig i run empowerment groups for women virtually and link my writing to my page uh-oh uh, i did i did recently <laughs> start selling sin i did recently start selling skincare uh-oh oh, but i've po- no. pyramid but i've po- but i've posted maybe three times and just in my story amongst dozens of other story posts did she unfollow me because of the skincare? Is there something I'm missing? What's the protocol here? Just ignore it and decide it was a mistake. LOL. Thanks for the perspective. Okay. I love her email because, yeah. listen, the the people who post the skincare and the empowerment stuff are usually not this aware. So yes. I do. I, I do it. Let's start with appreciating this emailer. Absolutely. Listen, she knows what's up. She knows her target audience. She also knows it's probably overwhelming for some people. I've yeah. got to be honest with you, especially during this pandemic time, like the last thing I want, I, I anybody who writes on their Instagram, like hustle hard, rise and yeah. grind. I'm done. I want to rise and relax. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. like today I put on jeans, go fuck yourself, Michelle. I'm sure. not doing that. 
So um, <laughs> you're right, though. She is self-aware. And listen, honey, I'm from the South. The pyramid scheme situation is, I mean, you know, we're you're, 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 fields. We got our bomb. We got it all. You're you're in the yeah. thick of horrible Instagram. I mean, the the i mean i've recently done tiktok and the yeah. for you the for you page i'm like i don't know these people like i know these people <laughs> i know these people exist but i'm like i can't believe there are this many mcmansions in the state of louisiana like i right. i can't believe there are this many you know like people that are putting up like you know, down now, now me and my husband, you know, like I, I, I can't, and I can't believe there are this many couples with abs. Like I can't yeah. believe it. And, and, and it's like, it's a mind you know, for a lot of people. So you see so much of that shit. So again, like I, I do think this person unfollowed you. They looked at it. They go, uh, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. And they were like, you know what? She's not going to notice. And like, you know, I know this sounds like someone who puts on the app that like, tells you who unfollows you on a day yeah which which i appreciate listen i get insta instagram crazy sometimes i have moments where i'm like jared i have to have a talk with myself and go jared you're you're an adult who you know does a lot of things and you need to like not be so you know inserted on this thing i think you need to let go and not take it personally and look at it as like Listen, some people, some people's empowerment is also the thing that brings other people down. Like, right. re, like reading your empowerment stuff, like for me, like sometimes that makes me think negatively. Like you can't control how people feel. So this person, you know, I actually like what they did because they were like, listen, I don't know them that well. I don't want to judge them, you know, based on seeing skincare. Like maybe you right. do, maybe you're the best skincare salesman in the saleswoman in the entire world. Like, I don't know. Here's the thing. She shouldn't listen. Weddings are a weird time where it brings a lot of people together. I kept my wedding party very small. It's just my three best girlfriends from um, like elementary and my girlfriends from college are pissed. You're, you're never going to please anybody. So, so, the girl to, from, so the girlfriends in college, they're like, what the fuck? Well, yeah. And then I'm like having them be a part of it. I'm like, you guys, we're 30. It's like half of y'all have kids. You want to wear yeah. a fucking dress? If you want to wear a jumpsuit to my wedding or crotchless <laughs> panties because you're trying to like spice up your marriage, do whatever the fuck yeah, you want. Yeah, like yeah, I am yeah. not being that bride. Make, make this wedding your own. Yeah. The only thing I've required, I told my wedding planner today, I said, listen, I just require that you hand out little, um, like little business cards or little uh, slips of paper before the wedding. And it says all the phrases that I want people to say to me, like, Heather, you look so thin and radiant. <laughs> That's all I want is people to have cues of things that they can I, say to me. Oh my. Yeah. I think that is the best <laughs> wedding advice ever. ever. Just because, yeah. because here's the thing you ever like, I had this happen the other day. You ever have someone come up to you and you're like, they're going to say something that they don't know is brutal that I'm going to have to digest. Yeah, and every day they think life. it's, they think it's funny and a compliment and they don't know it's going to ruin the rest of my day. Like I was working out on the beach. I've been working on the beach. I'm, I'm yeah, bragging yeah. now. Yeah, so, yeah. so I, I, I go with the trainer. He's on the phone. I have a little rate. So this woman, she's like, were you the one, you know, working out on the beach? And I was like, yeah. She's like, ah, I saw you doing pushups and I, and I thought, and I was like, the minute she said, I thought I was like, nice to meet you. Gotta go. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm just like, I'm like ready for her to be like, I thought it was a whale that was like doing CrossFit. And I'm like, like I was like waiting for that. Like, and like sometimes you just see it on people where you're like, oh, so, yeah. so that's why I think your idea is like, like if everyone just has a word that you love 
that you want to hear and you forget it. You'll forget about it. You'll think it's uh, yeah. off the top of their head. Yeah. I just said, listen, I want to make sure that I am built up again. I've been with Jeff for 10 years. We're going to get legally married and mm. we're on each other's life insurance. It has nothing to do at this point about like celebrating our marriage. We're like, sure. fuck this. This is a, a, our time to get in shape for people to tell us that we finally did it. He's beefy. I'm beefy. We just want to have that moment where we're like, we're tan, we're thin, we're radiant. I, I love I, it. I just need. To, I like to set a goal, and so that's all we're. It's for selfish reasons. Like I'm like Jeff. We're already basically Shit. legally married. I'm not worried about it. But I need everyone here to tell me that I'm fucking glowing. That's all I want. Yeah, love it, love it, love it, love it. So yeah. I, I, so I think like for the wedding party stuff to go back to this person's email. Yeah. I I think what's going to end up happening is you start with oh that's the bitch who unfollowed me, and then it's and then it goes to. Hey, that's the bitch that unfollowed me. Now you're creating teams and division in a wedding yeah. that's not even your Ignore own. Ignore it, roll it off Ignore your back. Ignore it, and and just take it as some people are not going to be up for what you're fucking selling. And I have to understand that as a comedian, Heather, you do yeah. too, right? You know, like we time. deal with that on a daily basis. So, J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. Heather McMahon, that this has been such a blast, such a pleasure. I'm so happy you came on. This is awesome, and I'm going to bring you on my podcast. So obviously, Can't tell wait. your followers pop over to Absolutely Not, and uh, and and you know, I'll have you on. Go follow, go follow right now if you don't already at Heather McMahon. Absolutely not the podcast every Wednesday. I'm Jared Freed. We're here Monday through Friday uh, for the time being. Thank you for being here. Keep telling your friends. Keep telling your coworkers, your brothers, your sisters, your mamas, and papas. We'll be back next episode. Boom.